Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. You are ready to receive the word of God this morning. With Jesus, so help me as we receive our pastor, Bishop Ni Ajedu As we gather in this place today, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, now this is a cappella style. Come on. Hey, as we lay, come on, everybody, super when it's time for praise, it's time for worship, it's the instrument that praise and worship yes, God. Yes. But there is nothing wrong with it because the Bible says that praise the Lord with the instruments. Yes. Praise the Lord with the trumpets. Yes, praise the Lord with the harp. Yes. But the Lord also says that shout unto the Lord oh, with the voice of triumph. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. So I'm saying that once in a while in the year, we have the opportunity to praise God with our voices. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Exodus chapter 28, verse 35, the Bible says, And it shall be upon Aaron to minister. Hallelujah. And his, and his sound shall be heard when he goeth in unto the holy place before wow. the Lord. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. And when he cometh out, that he die not. So you can see the priest's voice, the sound of the priest's voice, the Bible says that it shall be heard. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that you and I, God has made us kings and priests. Hallelujah. It means that when we come into the house of the Lord, the sound of our voice should be heard. Amen. 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 The Bible says that Aaron, the sound of Aaron's voice will be heard when he goeth in and when he cometh out and he's not dead. So when you come to church and your voice the sound of your voice is not heard. It means that there's something dead about you. Mm. Ah. But this morning I came to announce you that you are alive. Amen. I said you are alive. Amen. I said you are alive. Amen. And you have come to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Now listen to this scripture in 2 Chronicles 13, 14. Hallelujah. The Bible says, And when Judah looked back, behold, the battle was before and behind. It's like you are fighting and there's strong battling before you and behind you. But look at what it said. Oh, yes. And they cried unto the Lord 
And the priests sounded with the trumpets. So they cried before the trumpet also came. Amen. Amen. So when we come before God, our voice should go over and above the instruments. Amen. I said our voices should go over and above the instruments. Amen. Because many of us are encompassed about with so many difficult things. I say we are what? Encompassed about. They said the battle was before and the battle was behind. And many of us are in situations where there is battle before you, there is battle behind you. There is nowhere that you turn that there is peace. But I came to announce to you that when you lift your voice and cry unto the Lord. I said when you lift your voice and cry unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Victory is assured. Amen. I said victory is assured. Not when the trumpets are lifted, Hallelujah. but when we lift our voice and cry unto the Lord, oh, yes. victory is assured. Amen. This morning, I want you to just to lift your voice and pray that God give me victory in this season. Give me victory in this season. God give me victory in this in season. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give me victory, Lord. Give me victory in this season. Give me victory, Lord. Lift your voice. Give me victory in this season. In this season, Lord, give me victory. In this season, Lord, give me victory. In this season, I don't know what you are encompassed about with. I don't know what is behind you and what is ahead of you. But pray that God give me victory in this season. In the name of Jesus. Grant me victory, O God. Grant me victory, O God. Grant me victory, O God. In this season, grant me victory. I pray for victory. Even as I lift my voice. Even as I lift my voice. And I cry unto you. Victory in this season. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give me victory. I will lift up my voice. And I will lift up my hand. I will lift up my voice. And I will cry unto the Lord. Give me victory in this season. In the name of Jesus. Give me victory in my business. Give me victory in my family. Give me victory in my family. Give me victory in my education. Give me victory, oh God. Give me victory. In the name of Jesus. Give me victory. In the name of Jesus. Though the enemy has encompassed around me. Though the enemy has encompassed around me. When I turn to the left, the enemy. When I turn to the right, the enemy. When I go forward, he's there. Behind me, he's there. But you are my God. 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 Give me victory, O God. Give me victory, Lord. Give me victory, O God. Give me victory, Lord. Victory on every side. In the name of Jesus. Victory on every side. In the name of Jesus. Victory on every side. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that even as the devil, even as Satan, shall come against you, the Spirit of God will lift a standard against him. Lord, lift a standard, O God. Lift the standard. Lift the standard. Lift the standard. A standard that enemy cannot overcome. In the name of Jesus. Lift the standard of God on my behalf. Lift the standard of God on my behalf. And give me victory. Give me victory, O God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, I feel like praying for those who were born in April. Okay. If you are born in April, just come quickly. Oh, yes, Lord. Victory belongs. Oh, yes. To you. 
Victory belongs to you. Mandele Makabura Makataya. Shabedi Andele Misanto Gabo. Lift your hands even as you are in front here. Victory belongs to Jesus, the Bible says that he went about doing good. And this morning, Jesus is here to do you good. You know, Jesus didn't need instruments to play, to do things. He didn't need any songs to be sung to do things. In church, it's nice. It's not the case. But Jesus is here. Lift your hands and sing me that victory song now. There is somebody, there is weakness in your body. You are socially weak, financially weak, spiritually weak. You are physically weak because there is weakness in your body. You don't feel like going on again. You feel like just giving up. But this morning, victory belongs to you. Because Jesus Christ did not win that victory for himself. He won that victory for you. In the name of Jesus, receive your victory right now. Receive your victory right now. Receive your victory right now. Oh, yes. Just, congregation, just stretch forth your hands towards them. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. My God. Whatever I am praying here and whatever whoever I'm praying for, you are in the congregation. Receive the same, receive the same breakthrough. Oh my God, my God. Rande Oh, thank you, thank you. Victory belongs to you. Receive that victory right now. Oh yes. Oh, just open up and bring this one to me. Lande Oh yes. Every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord indeed. To the glory of God. Yes. Receive that victory right now. Receive that victory. Victory belongs to you. Victory belongs to you. Mande Kabelia. Ronde le Masakataya. Leboriande. Oh yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Satan, I rebuke you right now. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Lose your hold now. Lose your hold. Lose your hold. Lose your hold now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Bow before God. Bow before God right now. Yes, every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are defeated. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. 
Thank you. Thank you. Receive your victory right now. Receive your victory, yes. Receive your victory. Receive your victory now. Receive your victory, yes. Thank you. Oh, Shande Kaba, keep standing here. I'll be back. Oh yes. Oh yeah, because you stand here. Because you stand here. Oh yes. Yes. Your loved ones are secured because of you. Thank you. Oh victory belongs. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh yes. Yes. Strength. Strength. Strength is coming. Oh, strength is coming. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes, it's coming. Thank you. Oh. Right in the congregation, receive your victory also right now. Receive your victory also right now. You have won for me. 
Victory where victory is required. Give them healing where healing is required. Oh, yes, Jesus. Settle them, oh God, where settlement is required. In the name of Jesus. Heal them where healing is required. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Open blocked pathways. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Place their feet on the highway. Yes, Lord. Which is the highway of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Cause them to run. To run fast, yes, to overtake, yes, and to be restored yes, onto where you want them to be. Yes, we thank you, Lord. I lift everyone in the congregation into your hands, yes. and I pray, O oh God, that you will give us the victory. Yes, Lord. In anywhere, O oh God, that we require victory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ of yes, Nazareth. Yes, we thank you, thank you, because it is done in Jesus' name. Let everyone say amen. amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. You are blessed. Amen. Well, this morning, we've been talking about honoring. Is that not the case? Mr. Pastor, is that the case? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And I think today is the last day of this subject. Amen. And the title of my message this morning is Where the Anointing is Honored, It Works Wonders. Wonder working is coming into your life. I say wonder workings are coming into your life. I say wonders are coming into your life. Hallelujah. One of the things that the anointing does is to bring you victory. Amen. Jesus Christ said, the spirit of the living God is upon me. He said, what? Because he has anointed me. Amen. And I believe that when you appreciate and you honor the anointed person that God has given to you, it brings you a lot of victories. Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13. Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13. It says, And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Amen. And by a prophet was he preserved. Israel, the Egyptian here, it's not you we are talking about. We are talking about a very historic and powerful event. Amen? Because in Egypt, the children of God were 
under bondage. Are you with me? And there are many of us who currently are living under bondage. Who currently are living under situations that are not desirable. Situations that you wish would not be so. Hallelujah. But I came to announce to you that you are also a child of God. I say you are also a child of God. I mean, no father will be there and see the child suffering. Are you with me? My son was telling me about a certain gentleman who has, I think, three or four daughters. And he was saying, my son, he has not seen a fine gentleman like him before. And, <laughs> you know, he used to go to their home, you know, just innocently sleeps with them because he has only daughters. And the man liked him so much that I'm sure he wouldn't mind at all if he marries one of the daughters. <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you this. What, what brought me to say this? <laughs> what was I saying? I'm sure I was saying something. Eh? Yes, 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 yes. I'm saying that no father will have children and not want good for their children. Amen? Because the, the man wants good for his daughters. And he thought this guy was a fine, say, I've not seen a fine gentleman like that before. <laughs> but you have forgotten that he's like, like father, like son. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and so in the same way, God also wants the best for his children. Hallelujah. And you are God's child. Amen. Now there are times that the father himself cannot maybe directly, you know, like when we go to secondary school, when you go to form one, your parents try to get somebody to put you into the person's hands. Is that the case? Some of you didn't go to secondary school. <laughs> boarding house, boarding house. Eh? It looks like a good senior to put you into the person's care. Is that the case? So now the senior becomes your parents' rep, your parents' representative, or your parents' agents. Amen? Hallelujah. In the same way, the Holy Spirit is God's agent here. The anointing is God's agent here on earth. So when the Holy Spirit is living inside somebody, when God anoints somebody for you, the person becomes that agent that God wants to use to bless you. Amen? Amen. I was in the everything by prayer service yesterday and Bishop Powers was sharing an illustration of when he went to Burkina Faso and he moved his cargo to Burkina. So when his cargo arrived an agent approached him and he just blasted the agent. You guys are just, you know, extorting money from me. So he blasted the agent. So then later he took his documents to, you know, where he has to be processed. Then he was asked, where is your agent? <laughs> where is who? Where is your agent? <laughs> so he realized that without an agent, there was no way he was going to clear his documents. Amen? 
And so he had to subject himself or submit himself to the agent for the agent to clear his documents. And he had to pay for the agent to do that. Are you understand what I'm saying? Now, in the same way, God has placed an agent in your life. When you ignore that agent, your goods will not be cleared. So many of us have goods that are sitting down there. And unknowing to you, you are paying demorage. In the spiritual realm, you are paying demorage and you don't even know. Because your agent is there and you are ignoring your agent. Now, the anointed person is an agent for you. And that's what the Bible says, by a prophet. So a prophet is an agent that carries God's goodies. That carries God's agenda. That carries God's plan and God's will for your life. Amen? You see, as we are in the service, as I'm preaching here, I may be the agent that God has sent to you. And then if you see me as the agent, you can see me as uh, Brother Nee, or Bishop Nee, or Agent Nee, or whatever. Amen, or what? Uncle Nee. What you see me is what I am to you, or what I become to you. In the same way, what you see the prophet that God has given us is what he becomes to you. Amen? I said amen. But the Bible says that by a prophet, eh, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Now, all through the scriptures, God was always raising people to help his people. He raised Moses to bring them out to the promised land. Joshua took over. When Joshua died, then the judges came on the scene. You know, they were doing all that. Then he used many prophets. Ezekiel, Hosea, Jeremiah, all those guys. They were all prophets. Until now he sent his own son, who was also a great prophet. So God is always sending people into our lives. Amen. And if we don't honor and acknowledge the people that God is sending into our lives, we will remain in our situation. Just like Bishop Pius's goods were there and they were attracting demonage and he was just there and ignoring the agents that God has given to him. Hallelujah. He said, where the anointing is honored... The anointed man becomes an agent for many great blessings for God's people. The anointed man becomes what? A great blessing for God's people. Amen? Now, so when the Bible says that by a prophet, means that through the agency of a prophet, yes, through the activities of a prophet, through God's prophet acting as an agent. Through the anointed person acting as an agent. You see, we are Christians and we should not try to live our lives in isolation. You say, oh me, I just want to tap straight from God. I don't know where you took your shirt to iron this morning. Whether you went to Akosombo or you tap into the agent. That socket in your house is the agent. Are you understand what I'm saying? And so it just makes sense eh, that there are sources, but the sources are also transmitted through various things. 
Hallelujah. I'm imagining the whole world, all Christians want to, God want to reach out to God directly. Eh? Of course, God is omnipresent, is omnipotent, is omnipresent. But then God always uses an agent. When God encountered Saul on the way to Damascus, okay, and God blinded him, it was God who blinded him. It, this same God could have just also opened his eyes. But then God now sent a man. Amen. God sent an agent to come and open his eyes and to tell him the assignment that God has given to me. So God always uses agents. Hallelujah. God always uses men to reach out to us. And so the earlier we believe in the people that God sent to us, the better. One QCC guy was giving a testimony to my wife and she told me, he said, one day I was preaching and I just stopped and I prayed for, I just prayed, I said, somebody's hand. I, I don't remember. He just said, somebody, that was the first time the guy came to church. He said, somebody's having a problem with his hand. Very painful, you can't lift your hand. And I said, receive your healing. The guy said he just received, I mean, he's never been to church before. Nobody has taught him about receiving. But somewhere, somehow, the first day he came, he just received. He said, instantly, his hand was healed. And so, ah. He said, look, then this is the church for me. That's the first day he came here, okay, and God reached out to him through the agent that God has prepared for him for that day. And instantly, he received his healing. Are you with me? So I'm saying that whoever God places here, if it's Bishop Dennis, who is ministering, if it's Bishop Ima, who is ministering, if it's Bishop Pius, who is ministering, if it's Reverend Godfrey, who is ministering, that moment, God has placed the agency authority in the person. Hallelujah. You know, when an agent even commits an error, the principal, eh, there's agency law. When you read, uh, I don't know, there's law of agency. Eh, the principal has to do what? The principal is, is, is liable. Ah, Antoinette, you are there, you are a lawyer, not my enemy. Eh? <laughs> so there is, you see, God is the principal. And the anointing eh, through his prophet is the agent. And the agent always acts on behalf of the principal. Is that the case? Eh? So if, it, if the agent if it commits an error, the principal is, is, is reliable. It's held liable. So it means that God using man, God has put his own head on the line. Yeah. God has put his own head. Antoinette, am I speaking, am I saying something true? Eh? <laughs> law of agency. I did some uh, company law. Hmm? Do you know what I'm saying? Or you also know it for the first time? <laughs> you have heard about it. For the first time, yes. When an agent, whatever the agent does, so long as the agent and the principal are signed an agreement for the agent to act on behalf of the principal, Whatever the agent does, whether it is right or wrong, the principal is supposed to. They call it something. The principal authorizes and grants what? Power and authority to the agent. Hallelujah. So when a prophet, a man of God, is standing in the ministry, he has received power and authority from God to minister. Amen. And just this morning, I felt like praying for April Bonds. I said, when we entered May, we didn't pray for them. 
So I prayed for them. And you can see God was ministering to some of them. You see, at times you can have many people standing here, but God has just one person in mind. He has just one person in mind. Of course, everybody will be blessed, but there is something specific that God wants to deal with somebody. Hallelujah. So we really have to believe and honor the anointed that God has sent to us. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. And you see, all of us here, uh, if as I'm standing here, like in this church, uh, Bishop Doug is the principal. Amen. And I'm the agent here. <laughs> Are you with me? Eh? Look, anything I, I do here, I do it under his authority that he has granted me. And anything that anybody does here is the same. Are you understand what I'm saying? But then we have to believe eh, in the prophet that God has sent to us. And we are saying that when the anointing is honored, it works wonders. When it is honored, it works wonders. So the same person, somebody will not honor the person. Somebody will not see the person. Just see the person as a brother or whatever it is. Eh? And that is why at times a lot of wives are in trouble. A lot of wives or men of God don't get blessed. Hmm? Because he sees the husband. He sees the husband as a husband. Are you with me? He doesn't see him as an anointed man. Of course, he's a husband. <laughs> but he can also see him as an anointed man. Wait, the one was telling a story about the... Eh? About a, a, a man of God, a woman of God who was, uh, what was it? The pastor's wife, yes. He realized that the members were being blessed by the husband. I'm telling you, there was always testimony in the church. The members were being blessed. And the Holy Spirit said what to her? Or who said what to her? So she took a decision that ah, if these people are being blessed by this man that I live in the house with, of course, he also blesses me at home, but in different dimensions. Amen. But if people are being blessed by this man, then there is something that they are doing. There is something. There's something that they are seeing that I am not seeing. There's something they are doing that I am not doing. So from that time, said, I'm also going to see him as a man of God. I'm going to see him as God's servant who is ministering to me. Instantly, things changed for her. I'm telling you, a great change came. She also began to receive like the church members. Hallelujah. But what is the difference? Because he has not ceased to be the husband. Eh? He has not ceased to be the wife of the man. But then suddenly she has changed her mind that this person is this that I have not seen. So immediately you see that things change for her and then she also began to be blessed. So when or where the anointing is honored, hmm? where the anointing is what? It's honored. It works wonders. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And so I want us to believe in this house that we have an anointed person in this house. Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 1 and 2. Jesus, you know, Jesus Christ quoted this thing later in Luke. He said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he hath what? Anointed me to preach good tidings. So the first thing that happens eh, to an anointed person when he's anointed, that he preaches good tidings. And that's why in this church we preach good tidings. Every Sunday we, 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 we preach for people to give their life to Christ. 
Amen. Unto the meek. Hmm? He had sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. So again, this is the work of an agent. This is the work of a prophet. Eh? To bind up the brokenhearted. There are many who come to church who needs to be bound up. There are many who come to church who are broken. Hallelujah. But when you come to church or as you come to church and whatever brokenness you are experiencing, I want you to know that God has placed in the church an agent. Okay? An agent to bind you up. An agent to bring God's solution to you. Is that to proclaim liberty to the captives? There are people who are capt- cap- uh, captured in their minds. But the word of God is freeing you this morning. I said, The word of God is freeing you this morning. I said, The word of God is freeing you this morning. There was a gentleman who was in church and he was held captive by a lady because he has gone to touch the lady. I hope you know what I mean. Yes. Say, so touch not my anointed. <laughs> and as he has gone to touch the lady, she couldn't release, free himself. So he goes, such a person is under captivity. Are you with me? And again, through the preaching, through the work of the agent, as the preaching was going on, again that day, I think I prayed for something like that. I said, you are here and something and immediately the guy received his deliverance. He said, this lady said, before you leave me, you have to do this, do that. And the last thing you have to do is to cook soup or something for them to eat before you be free. Hey! So you could see that he has bonded himself into something. Are you with me? Eh? But just by the preaching of the word. I just, just by the preaching of the word. Because that is what God is saying here. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has what? Anointed me to preach. He said, to proclaim liberty to the captives. So when the preaching was going on, the guy was immediately released. He said, from that day, now the guy doesn't call anymore. Like, the girl has vanished from his life. It wasn't through any other thing, but through the preaching of an agent. Hallelujah. The opening of the prison to them that are bound. Many people are bound. Some are bound in relationships, they can't come out of it. Some are bound in business deals, they can't come out of it. Some of those things, some are bound in some, something that they, they went to do some years ago. And you see, some of those things that people go and do. You see, iniquity, eh? they visit generations. You see a family, I mean, bright children and something. Things are not going well for them. Maybe it's their grandfather who has going to take something. <laughs> or it's their father who has going to touch something. Are you with me? And the thing is visiting them. But by the word of God, I say by the word of a prophet, by the word of an agent, you can be free from all set things. Say so to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Amen. I said amen. amen. Now, let me give you just two things. Specific examples of your deliverance. 
Number one, the anointed is an agent of the anointing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Of the anointing. Reverend Hazel, the anointed is an agent of the anointing. It means that through the anointed, you can also be anointed. Through the anointed person. Eh? Like for instance, in this church, through the anointing of our prophets, there are many who are anointed. You see, it's not by chance or by luck that by the grace of God, we have so many churches all over the world. Amen. It's not by chance. Are you understand what I'm saying? It's not by what? It's not by chance. It's because there's an anointed person who is over us. Amen. And through his preachings, through his books, through his messages, through his camps, many, many people have also been anointed. Is it this young man sitting He was on his way to, was it US? Was that the ultimate? And you were going through UK. You did what? Engineering. Chemical engineering. You wanted to end up, is where? Is it in NASA or where? You wanted to enter into the oil, oil industry. <laughs> but then he had preaching. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus Christ said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to do A, B, C, and listen to them. So it's not like he's anointed me to um, process oil or. <laughs> it's anointed me. You're an electrical engineer. Eh? <laughs> and you can see there are people even amongst us. If you see like Reverend Gobi. No, you. <laughs> but you, you are what engineer? He's a civil engineer. Trained in Finland and Iceland and all those thin houses. But you could see that <laughs> some anointing has affected him. <laughs> Amen. And that is what is making him serve God in a certain way. Are you understand what I'm saying? And it's not by nothing. It's because the anointing eh, is an agent. The anointed is an agent of the anointing. In 2 Kings chapter 2. And how I wish that in this church we all receive a certain portion of the anointing. I say how we wish we all receive a certain portion of the anointing. You see, the anointing that is upon our Father is the evidence of the things that we are seeing. Number one, the churches, the apostolic work, the buildings, the wisdom. Okay? The wisdom that he has. Eh? This book, try and buy that book and read Seeing and hearing. It's a very, very powerful book, I'm telling you. You know, we travel half with him and we were looking at, you know, normally when he travels with us, not just to have fun, but to show us things. Are you with me? To show us things. And so at times you go and you say, ah, so how come the people who rule our nations, they also travel, but they don't see these things? And the, the, the solution is in that book, seeing and hearing. Because you can see, but if you don't hear, eh? If you don't hear, your scene is not complete. Are you with me? 
Very soon, I'll bring you pictures of the water projects. You can see that there is nothing like sand anywhere on the compound. Either it is grass, it is paved, it has driveway with chippings, something. Because when you travel outside, you don't see sand like that. You don't see sand. That everywhere is brown sand. Brown sand was given by God. So I want to say, God, the thing that you brought, we are leaving it like that. We can't change it. We can't improve it. But when God created Adam and put him in the garden, he said, work the garden. Work the garden. If it's a way there's brown sand, plant some grass. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm saying that the wisdom or the anointing that is upon him has many facets. Okay? And if you subject yourself to it and you are also anointed, the first thing, the first thing is the first thing. Okay? You, really, you begin to also serve God. That's the first thing. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all the wisdom to build, eh? the wisdom to manage your finances, the wisdom to take care of your family, the wisdom to raise children, all will be added to your life. Hallelujah. There shall be what? Additions. But the first is the first. So, you see, when we say we are going, we are doing outreach and you don't come, I don't blame you because you are not, you are not anointed. I say, Amen. But in this church, you'll be anointed. I say, in this church, you'll be anointed. And when you are anointed, the first thing we'll see is that you begin to serve God. You begin to do something small in the house of God. Not big. I mean, what more can you do? If you look at your age now, what more can you do before you, you die? But something small. So that's all God is asking of you. Why? You don't believe it? Uh-huh. You have to believe it. Something small that you can do. But when you begin to do it, so that God begins to add so many other things to your life. And it came to pass, when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee, before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, that thou ask a hard thing, nevertheless. I think that is beyond God to do for you. I said, there is nothing beyond God to do for you. I said, there is nothing beyond God to do for you. He said, nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. There is always something that you and I have to do. Because nobody throws his precious pearls to swines. Amen? So there's always something that you and I have to do. So Elijah's Elijah said to him, what you are asking is very difficult. Very difficult. But if you see me, if as I'm going, if you see me go, it, it will come to you. For some of us, it will be if you come to church at 7 o'clock. If you begin to come to church at 7 o'clock. For some of us, it will be if you just join a fellowship in the church. We are, I'm creating many fellowships in the church. Some of the fellowships are by Zoom. Eh? Some of them are by what? Zoom. So you'll be in the comfort of your office or your town or your house. You can have Zoom fellowship, you know, discussion, fellowship. I know you are a big man. You cannot uh, come to uh, Dr. Tamate's house. 
But <laughs> you can sit in the cozy. God is making everything possible for you to be blessed. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So Elijah said to Elisha, if you see me go. So I'm saying there's always something. You see, at that point, Elijah was the agent, was the prophet that God has sent to come and anoint Elisha. So the prophet gave him an instruction that if you see me go, and I'm saying for you, it may not be, I'm not flying anywhere if you see me go. I'm not going anywhere, I'm here. So for you, it may be if you attend fellowship. For you, it may be if you come to church early. For you, it may be if you join FCBPI. For you, it may be if you join this group. For you, it may be if you help in organizing the breakfast meetings. For you, it may be something small. Something small. It may not be if you see me go. Because I'm not going anywhere. Those of you who are spread rumor that I'm going. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm saying that yours may be something small. Because, I mean, if you see the person go. I mean, it is something. But he has to be there to see him what? Go. And I'm saying for you, there is something that God wants you to do in the church. That you don't, God doesn't want you to be idle in the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Anointed people are agents for you to receive the anointing. Through an anointed person, you can receive the power of God and the gift that will promote you and lift you up to the place you are called to be. There is a place that you are called to be. And I'm saying that through an anointed person, amen? I say through an anointed person, you will be in that place that God wants you to be. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and have a little, and I'll give you rest. God wants to give all of us rest. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. So I want you to ask yourself, what is that thing? Something you should do. But like I'm saying, yours will not be like Elijah and Elisha. But there is something. There is something small that you also have to do. Hallelujah. And you begin to realize that many things will be changing in your life. Number two, the anointed is an agent of improvement. How many of us want improvement in our lives? No, no, stop writing. How many of us want improvement in our lives? Improvements. Yes. We want improvements. Some of you put your hand down too quickly. If I say, how many of you want money? Until I've reached where you are, your hand will still be up. <laughs> because the money has not arrived. Receive improvement. I said receive improvement. I want improvement in my life. Amen. That's why every Christmas you paint your house. Because you want improvement in your house. Is that the case? And every Christmas you sew a new dress. You want improvement in your outlook. Change your hair. the case. Eh? Every now and then you do your hair. Eh? Change your hairstyle. Abby? Improvement. Is that the case? I like your smile. It's an improvement. <laughs> Amen. Second Kings chapter 2 and verse 19. So when you read through Second Kings, you realize that when Elisha appeared on the scene, and Elisha received that double portion of anointing from Elijah, he began to do many things. Amen? The Bible said, and the men of the city, I'm reading from 2 Kings chapter 2 from verse 19. And the men of the city said unto Elisha, behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant. As my Lord seeth. 
but the water is not, and the ground barren. And he said, bring me a new cruise, and put salt therein. And they brought it to him. A lot of prophets these days, they use salt to minister. This is for preservation. And he went forth unto the spring of the waters, and cast the salt in there, and said, Thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters. There shall not be from hence any more death or barren. So the waters were healed unto this day, according to the saying of Elijah, which he speak. Hallelujah. So you can see there was a situation where the water that was serving the city was contaminated. There was something wrong going on. And there are many things that are contaminated in our lives. There are many things that are preventing us from flourishing. Hallelujah. But just by the word of the prophet, just by the word of the agent that God has sent, the waters were healed. Healing is coming to your situation. I say healing is coming to your situation. I met a certain beautiful lady in this church. I was going to have some problem. And she was going to one of these pseudo-medical centers. She said pseudo-medical centers. They were set up to chop money. <laughs> so it was supposed to pay a lot of money for some process or procedure. I said, no, 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 no. You cannot do that. You, some of us, you think that the, we pastors, we are done. We are not done, but God has anointed us. You see, by the grace of God, and through the many, many doctors and various people we have, because of interaction with them, we gain some knowledge. So if I, I, I can't even direct you, I can't even send you. Where are Dr. Tamati? I discuss intelligently with him medical things. So God has blessed us. <laughs> Amen. Don't we discuss medical things during the COVID? I was always calling him and asking him, why this? Why that? That sometimes I say some things that, uh, you know, instead of so he finds out later. No, no, ask him. I'm not, you know. So I even introduced a lady to her and he agreed with what I was advising her to do. So it's not good. She's going to spend her money through a prophet. Eh? There's an improvement in her situation. You see? And saving of money. You see, I'm not saying something abstract. Okay? What Elisha did, we are also doing here. <laughs> By the grace of God. Because we are all agents. Hallelujah. Receive the agent that God has sent to you. I say, receive the agent that God has sent to you. Amen. Said so through the anointing of Elisha, the city received good drinking water. The men of the city informed Elisha that the city was pleasant and nice to stay in, but they simply did not have good drinking water. Look at Ghana, very nice place to stay. Hey, people like Ghana, but it's not easy. I receive wisdom for things to be easy for you. I say, receive wisdom for things to be easy for you. You know. Through the teachings of our prophet, eh, you will see that you can live in Ghana very, very happily. You see, a lot of people who are not happy is because they want, they want things that they don't have. They want things that they cannot reach out to. Are you understanding? 
Eh? Why do you want a house in Laboni? Can you afford? Or where else? Not Kanishi. Eh? Maybe let's go out small. Maybe North Kanishi is too powerful. Let's go where? <laughs> Madina, where else? Achimota. You have heard that they are selling land in Achimota for it, so you want some. <laughs> Meanwhile, just some 10 minutes drive out of town, you can get a nice land in Ashalaja. Amen? Because the town is moving. So when you build, they will come and meet you. By the time they, maybe if you are gun in the area, the road cries name after you. They begin to call you a chairman. <laughs> but you are not happy and you are not breaking forth. You have been working for the past 13 years. You don't have land because you are, you, you, because you are proud and you are thinking so high. Your car is more expensive than a house. What wisdom is this? Eh? Your car should not be more expensive than a house. You don't rent a house and buy a car. It's not good wisdom. So I'm saying that, you see, the men, the city said things were good, but the water was not good. In the same way, look, people are enriching themselves in this country, I'm telling you. Because they can't, they, 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 there are things in the country. All these our mothers and aunties, they are looking good because they are in Ghana. They are not going anywhere. In times, amen? And you want to go out. You are struggling to go. They have bounced you seven times, yet you want to go. And you are using your money to give to agents. I'm not talking, you see, the agent I'm talking about is a God-sent agent. Not, not, a, not a visa agent. <laughs> eh? No, Bishop Paul's agent is a proper one. Go ahead to clear your goods. I'm not talking about visa agents. Talk about agents that God Himself has sent into your life. Hallelujah. To advise you. Are you understanding? To bring improvement into your life. There is no one that I have encountered or is close to me whose life has not improved. When I came here five, four and a half years ago, she was. She's got her first degree. I said, do professional program. So, Bishop, I tried. It didn't work. I said, try again. Today, she's a chartered accountant. You cannot be near me and there will not be improvement in your life. <laughs> Those of you who hide away or you think you know too much. <laughs> and not only her, so many other people. This lady who gave testimony the other day, is it barrel they call it? Barrel. Beryl, not Beryl. <laughs> What's the name? Beryl. Yes, I told her, do the professional program. Do it. She has failed. I said, do it. Today, she's a chartered accountant. A prophet is an agent of improvement. Are you hear what I'm saying? I counted one brother like that. He said he did his degree in, is it Somalia or Ethiopia or somewhere? And his degree is in French. So, Morocco eh, is in French. So, they cannot accept it. Yes. I said, no, 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 it's not true. Go, there are people who interpret degrees. So, I sent him on a good stage. Go. He went, his degree was interpreted into English. I said, take it to CA Ghana. Keep in. Back and forth. 
he could come with excuse. I said, no, 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 no. I'm not taking any excuse. Go. Today, he's registered also with CA Ghana. An agent. I said, a prophet is an agent of what? Improvements. Hallelujah. If your life has not improved, then it's it's you. Even the preaching alone should improve your life. The books should improve your life. We have a great prophet in this house. We have a great prophet in the person of Bishop Daniel Mills. <laughs> Hallelujah. And when you honor, I'm not talking about myself. He has sent me here. When you honor him, I'm telling you, your life will improve. I say your life will improve. Your basenta will improve. Your fellowship will improve. In Jesus' name, rise on your feet. My life will never be the same. My spirit and my soul are being changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, my life will never be the same. My spirit and my soul are being changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. My life will never be the same. Lift your hands and pray. Your life will never be the same again from today. My soul, lift your hands and pray. Just for one minute, pray for yourself. In the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, let there be a change in my life. In the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Spirit, let there be a change in my life. In the name of let there be a change in my life. Yes, Lord. Let there be an improvement in my an life. Improvement in my in life. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Even as I honor, yes, as I honor the agent you have sent to my life. Yes, Lord. As I honor the prime sent to my life. Let there be an improvement in my life. Yes, Lord. Let there be an anointing on my life. An anointing, Let there be a change in my life. A change in my life. A change. A change, a change. Everybody needs an improvement. Yes, Lord. Improvement is coming. Improvement is coming. Yes, Lord. I said improvement is coming. Receive improvement. I receive it. I said receive improvement. I receive by the honoring of the agent that God has sent to you. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Receive an improvement. Receive an improvement. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good tidings. Good tidings. With every eye closed, the greatest change that can come into your life, the greatest improvement that can come to your life. Elijah said to Elijah, when you see me go, when you see me go, today there is something that you can also do. You can accept Jesus Christ into your life. My step that you have to take Elisha took his step by following Elijah and by seeing him go. You can also receive something in your life, an improvement, a change when you take this step of accepting Jesus Christ into your life. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. Pastor, pray with me. I've been going to church or I've come to church before or I've gone to church before but today I want to accept Jesus Christ into my life. I want to make him my personal savior. Wherever you are, with every eye closed, just lift your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. 
Pray with me. God bless you. Lift it very high. Don't think about the one on the left or your right. Just lift it very high. Pastor, pray with me. Yes. Pastor, pray with me. Even as I'm talking, you are not sure. You are, you are, you are beginning to yawn. Satan is making you yawn. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray with me. You have lifted your right hand. I want you to come to me right now. Just come to me. From wherever, just come. Be my soul. Just come quickly, quickly. From the Holy Spirit. Help somebody to come. Help somebody to come. Oh, yes. The same. Your life will never be the same. I've been changed. By the power of the Holy Spirit, my life will never be the same. My spirit, my spirit and my soul have been changed by the power of the Holy Spirit, my life will never be the same. My spirit and my soul have been changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Life will never be well. With every eye still closed, maybe you didn't hear me well, but I want to give you an opportunity. I want to give you a chance. To bring a change into your life. To bring an improvement into your life. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want this change. Pastor, pray with me. I want this improvement. Wherever you are, I want you to come to me right now. Don't think about anybody on your left, on your right. They are not important. You are the most important here right now in the eyes of God. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I'm just giving you 20 seconds and I'll be praying. Leave wherever you are and come to me right now. Quickly. Quickly, before we pray. It's a last call before we pray. Don't let this train leave you behind. You've been struggling. Labor and I have been up in life. But Jesus said, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. He didn't say be nice or be clean before you come. He said, come the way you are. Come the way you are. Life will never be the same. My spirit and my soul be in by the power of the Holy Spirit. My life will Those of you in front here, just lift your two hands as a sign of surrender and just pray this prayer after me. Make it your own prayer. I'm only leading you. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Open your mouth. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Jesus. Say, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Jesus. Who died for me. Who died for me. Today. Today. I come to you. I come to you. And I ask you. And I ask you. To please forgive me. To please forgive me. Say, please forgive me. Please. In the all my sins. All my sins. Please wash me. Please wash me. In the precious blood of Jesus. In the precious blood of Jesus. Say, please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. So that one day. So that one day. One day. 
one day I will be with you I will be with you in glory in glory thank you heavenly father thank you heavenly for father, saving me for saving me in Jesus name in Jesus name amen amen God bless you for listening to this message for more information on upcoming programs and events visit our Facebook page Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.